This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. HubSpot Podcast Network is the audio destination for business professionals who seek the best education and inspiration on how to grow a business. Listen, learn, and grow with the HubSpot Podcast Network at HubSpot.com slash podcast network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Emmerich Enolt. He is the founder and CEO of Agora Pulse, a social media platform that I'm going to let him tell you all the great things about today. So Emmerich, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time. Thank you, John. I'm thrilled to be here. And I, the audience needs to know you have a special place in my heart because you're the very first person who wrote about a Coropulse back in 2012. And I remember that very that That, that will get me some stars in heaven somewhere. That's my, fa my father used to always <laughs> sure. say, you're earning stars in heaven when you do good things. Hopefully there was some little tiny measure of pushing the, the ball forward for a Coropulse. So we are speaking across the ocean today. You're in France today. I'm curious, just uh, personal interest. How are things in, in, in France in terms of getting back? I, I hate to use the word normal, but getting back to just some sense of normalness. Yeah, it feels very back to normal now, mid-July. It's It did not early June, end of May, but it, it is now. Yeah. Like a lot of people in a lot of countries, some variants are coming back oh, yeah. and people are, are freaking out again. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like conservative on making provision yeah. for, for the future. Yeah. And at least for now, July and August, yeah. look, vacation. A few, few, few holidays, good. Okay. Yeah, a few holidays <laughs> for us. So do you have the one minute version of somebody that hasn't heard of Agora Pulse? Just how do you describe it to somebody, what it is? Yeah, of course. We are the... The best sidekick for community managers and social media managers who have to manage the presence of their brands or their clients' brand mm -hmm. on social media, mm -hmm. make their life and job easier, and make them shine to their team bosses or clients. Mm -hmm. So that's that the very short version. Mm -hmm. It's a social media management tool. Our clients and target audience are community managers and mm -hmm. social media managers, and we want to be the tool they to turn to to advance their career and do what they have to do um, the best possible way, the most efficient way, and in a way that they can prove the value and, and yeah. the hard work that they're putting into social and how it. So create. it's posting and scheduling and, and that kind of thing all in. And, and measuring, measuring right. and responding. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, in yeah. one place. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. And, and maybe you've told this story before and maybe it's on the website and I just have missed it. What's the, what's the genesis of the name Agora Pulse? <laughs> That's a great question. Agora is means where the people meet ah, in Greek, in, Greek. in ancient, yeah, okay. ancient okay. Greek. Yeah, Greek from um, 3,000 years ago. Right. And uh, we have something in our education, educational system in France where we learn Latin and Greek, ancient Greek. That's cool. I don't know if it's still the case, but when I was yeah. young and my generation for sure, and probably my brothers and sisters who are in their 30s, it was the case. Yeah. And because of that, we understand what agora means and we understand what the Latin roots of words are and stuff like that. And and we thought it was really smart to say, oh, agora, that's where the people meet and pulse is how the people mm -hmm. are doing, what they're talking about and mm -hmm. are they happy and all that stuff. And agora pulse is like the pulse of where you people meet. It's amazing for a tool that's managing conversation on social, isn't mm -hmm. it? And so that's how we called it this way. And then we realized that nobody understands <laughs> the story behind the name. 
because most people in the world don't have any notion of ancient Greek and don't yeah. know what Agora yeah. means. And we also learned that Agora in Portuguese means now. So for Brazil and Portugal, it means the pulse of now, which is even different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the URL was available, right? And the dot, having the dot com <laughs> right. available was a prerequisite, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. as we've yeah, yeah. So this is a really giant question. Feel free to answer it in any way you want. But how would you describe the state of social media today? And you can even talk about like maybe how it's changed in the last year or something. But how would you describe it today? Do you think it's in a way flux? Is it maturing? What would you say about it? Yeah. The first thing I would say, because I get a lot of people challenging the, the fact that it may not be around in the future, like it may be the end of Facebook for a reason, X, Y, X, y or Z or Twitter or whatever. There's one thing for sure. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's the people communicating with each other, watching other people's videos, messages, text photos, like all that stuff is, is here to stay for the next you know, foreseeable decades yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because it, it appeals to the, the very core of who we are as human beings. The need to be seen, the need to show off, the need to share, the need to stay in touch, the need to feel connected, like those needs are the needs behind the success of every social media platform. Yeah. So that is not going anywhere. Now, will there be changes inside that core need that's been addressed by all these different platforms? Of course. And they're already, who would have thought about something like TikTok yeah. three years ago, yeah. four years ago? No one. Who would have thought that the meerkat of the world would go and disappear in a matter of months? There has been a lot of things that went in and yeah. went out yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. And a number of things that went up really fast, then plateaued or stayed there, or we don't know, like Snapchat, for example, then went real niche like Pinterest, yeah. but still yeah. are very active and very strong yeah. in those niches. And so it's getting more complex. It's getting more scattered, spread yeah. out. And it's actually a good thing for tools like ours because get, doing what we do is getting more and more difficult because of that, you know, yeah. diversity and, 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 and spread across different places. And it's actually also good for tools like ours because as a brand, a business, a person who needs a place on the web, you can't not have some kind of presence in at least one or several of them. Yeah. Like it's, that's the other thing we're seeing. There is an organic growth in the number of people in businesses who are saying, okay, we need to be there. We need to do something. And you see the decline of reach and Facebook and business pages. Oh, it's more and more difficult to get engagement. You see that declining. And on the, at the same time, you see an increase of number of businesses and brands and, and operate an organization that, okay, realize that, okay, we have to be on social yeah. now. We yeah. have to find something. We have to do something. So it's quite crazy because it's more and more difficult to have a place and have a spotlight, have a spot in, in, in the lights yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on yeah, social. Yeah. And there are more people who are trying to get find their spot and, and, and find the light there. We're, we're, so that's going to be interesting yeah. what's going to, what's going to happen in the next, in the coming years on, on that. What's, what's, what's obvious is ignoring it will not be an option just because the world will, will not ignore you there. Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. you can ignore them, but they, they won't ignore you. Where do you tell people that, or where's your feeling as far as if I'm a marketing manager or CMO, where does it, where does social fit? Is it 
fit under the content umbrella. I, I know when it first came out, it was seen as a separate thing. It was like a channel all by itself, but it, it really yeah. integrates into, into lead generation, into lead conversion, into client service, into customer experience. So where, where does it, where does it, where, where should a company house it, if you will? There's no one house yeah. where to house it. Yeah. It will really depend on where you decide it should be housed in your company based on your strategy and what you want to achieve. Very basically, it, it, in, in many companies, it can definitely fit under content. But between you and me, I don't think that's going to work for a long time because you get so little visibility on social for your content and that's going to worsen and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. go from bad to worse yeah. in the coming years because of what I've just explained. There are more people who try to get... A, a share of this and this is becoming smaller and smaller because there is less and less reach for businesses in general. For social, for content is going to become more and more difficult. And it can also be uh, housed under, you know, lead gen, business dev. Mm -hmm. And that's possible in some ways. We're actually working on an, you know, ROI platform to, to be able to generate leads and track leads and revenue through social using Agora Pulse. And there is a place there for B2B mm -hmm. and for people mm -hmm. who are going like with spears, <laughs> going after specific yeah, yeah. people yeah. or specific personas with a very decisive strategy and approach. So that can work. And LinkedIn, Twitter are probably going to be the best platform, definitely not Facebook yeah. and Instagram. And then, and that's my, and I think that's the direction it, it's taking for us, definitely. It, it can be housed under community building, yeah, and right, under right. how do we, uh, <laughs> what role can social media platform play in the community we want to build to sustain our target market, to help them, to be a resource for them? And how can we leverage Instagram mm -hmm. to be a resource for social media yeah. managers? That's how I look at social media for us right now. And when it's funny, my team asked me, my, my, my social media team asked me recently, how do you see what social media success for you and Agorapulse? I said, social media will be a success for Agorapulse if social media is a place we can leverage to better help our community, to showcase our community and not us mm -hmm. and to help them and not help, help us. And so... If you, if you make a long story short there, I'd rather see social media managers and community managers speaking, talking about their life and what they do and how they do it on our social profiles than us yeah. talking about us and what we do. And because I think that's what people care the most. And, and, and I see that with all of our clients as well as they want to just post, buy my thing today. And the <laughs> post that gets all the engagement is, oh, look, the boss brought their new baby into the office and somebody took a picture and that gets, that blows up. And I think that's a great lesson that, that I think one of the best uses of social media is to showcase culture. And, mm. and I think that your point about don't see it as a transactional, obviously there are transactional opportunities, but if you really see it as a community building, as a, you know, networking almost as a connecting, showcasing your clients, having your clients showcase mm. their use those are all obviously great uses. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. With HubSpot's CRM platform, it's easy to align your team. Look, managing conversations with prospects and customers throughout all stages of their journey can be tough. I mean, information gets lost between departments. HubSpot wants to change that. That's why they created a CRM platform that makes it easy to align across teams. With HubSpot's unified system of record, all teams can create a better customer experience without missing a beat. With a unified system of record, teams can get access to all of the contacts history so they can have a more informed conversation with prospects and customers and build personalized content. When your systems are cobbled together, your data, 
Channels and teams are disjointed. There's no single source of truth and no common reporting. Customer experience suffers. Learn more about how you can scale your company without scaling complexity at HubSpot.com. Let's talk a little bit about platforms. I don't want you to teach everybody how to use certain platforms, but I want to run through them and and kind of give you a chance to say, yeah, here's what's going on there that I think people need to pay attention to. Because I do think one of the challenges you alluded to is it used to just be, you could make a nice video or have a nice image and you could put it in about five places. And and today it's, you've got reels and you've got stories and you've got different formats and sizes and even, they're all trying to grab more share and they've all gotten more complex, uh, I think, in, in doing that. what And obviously I know that the answer to these questions depends on who your market is. But let's just generically say, what are some of the best things happening at Facebook, in your opinion? Usually the best things happening on social networks in general and Facebook or any other in particular are things that gets people excited and interested. And then when people ask me that, that question, I usually ask them, what is the last thing you saw from a brand that got you interested and, ex- and, and excited? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what it was? What was it talking about? What was it showing? Why did it trigger something in you? And try to, and, and obviously, every time you're on social networks, first of all, you have to be on social networks. You cannot build any strategy or project that uses social networks without being there yourself right. and feeling how it feels yeah. yourself. Right. Don't rely on some consultant or, or some freelancers who are going to do social for you to go feel how it feels. And then find those moments where you say, oh, that's interesting. I, I like that. And try to see why it, it make you feel that way. And once you've identified this, you start to, you know, get that little string that you can pull and, and, and understand, oh, that's what works with me. What, how could I create the same thing for my audience? How could I put this in, in, in front of my audience in a way that they would react the same way I reacted to this? So the way I did it for us is I tried to look at what triggered interest in me. And what triggers interest in me is when I see peers, people who have the same job and position as mine, who are sharing stuff that they failed at or they succeeded at or like the stuff they did and learn from. And that's every time I see something like that on LinkedIn or on Twitter or on Facebook, because I have a lot of friends who are CEOs of startup and, and on Facebook. So that's most of the content I see there. I click, I read, I watch, I listen, and that's the stuff that triggers. How we did that? How, how did it go for you? How did it work? And that was my trigger, and that was what triggered my interest. Everything else was hobbies, yeah, people yeah. kite surfing and right, jumping. Right. Okay, that's cool. But <laughs> if you're a hobby brand, you know, you're going to be famous on Facebook and Instagram any, anyhow. And that's what I used and say, this is what triggers my interest is peers sharing what they did, learned from, failed at, succeeded at. And I apply. I went on to customer discovery with our own audience and say, "Hey, is you know what would you like? Enjoy learning from peers. Okay, validation. Yes. What kind of stuff would you like to learn? X, Y, and Z. And then starting to build content and a social strategy around those. I can't give you general yeah, advice. Yeah. I can give you the advice based on what we did and how we defined how we can leverage social to to trigger those. Oh, that's interesting that you want to trigger in the in the people you're targeting. You know, I suppose too, because some people um, learn better from the negative. You also see what not to do. I suspect too, because oh yeah, <laughs> that's, plenty of examples. There's of so much. That, yeah, that, that you're like, and 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 not to pick on certainly anybody individually, but even I see peers sometimes doing things that I think. Uh, 
that doesn't really that that feels real self-serving I, or real. Sometimes I see my own people yeah, do yeah, stuff yeah, like right, that because yeah. we're 125 now, and, yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. sometimes they try stuff, and I it feels like that. So yeah, you're absolutely right. L- looking looking at what you don't like yeah. and make sure that you don't look like that is is, is also a good starting yeah. point. So every time a platform, particular platform, seems to get really hot, like Clubhouse, of course, was really hot for a while, and everybody was you know saying it's the next yeah. coming of something. And, it's now stalled a little bit, it seems like. I know that there are some use cases that make sense. It seems like TikTok's having a moment uh, right now mm-hmm. to where it's a, a lot of brands are, are going there. There are a lot of paid things going on there now. Um, it, what would you tell somebody who's looking at TikTok and, and maybe decides, yeah, we could do something there? Is there a way to dip your toe in the water and, and see if that's a place for you to be in? I'm not a TikTok user, right. so I can't really talk about TikTok as a user or as a target audience, what I understand is that TikTok is targeting younger people, like teenagers and people in their 20s or less. And there is a definitive truth about the fact that when a new platform opens up and opens their own advertising, self-serve engine and stuff, there is a time where it's cheap and you can gain a lot of visibility for very little money. And I would always advise someone who is ready to test and try new stuff, if their target audience matches with the target audience yeah. of that platform, to go ahead and try something. Yeah. Like, give it a try. It's, it's, it's not going to cost you a lot of time. Do it quick and dirty so you can learn fast and iterate fast as well. So my advice, we're not targeting teenagers, we'll go our polls, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, we're targeting right, right. mature social media managers and marketers. So for us, it would make no sense. But if I was a jewel or a tattoo or something yeah. that's attractive for teenagers or an electric skateboard, I definitely go there and try the app. You see a lot of consumer brands, snack brands, things like that that are there because they're definitely yeah. targeting that audience. One of the things that, that a lesson from TikTok or any, if you're targeting a younger audience, make sure that you don't have the 50-year-old white guys sitting around making the ads because like they us. don't understand that audience, which is what's happening for a lot of folks, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be funny. Yeah. All right. So I want to end with one last thought. Is paid social something that just has to be on everybody's mind? A lot of people got into social media because they're like, look, it's free. We've got all these people we can reach. It's free. And of course, a lot of the platforms said, eh, it's not really free. <laughs> if you want to reach all those people, you have to pay. So is that generally speaking need to be part of everybody's mix if you're going to participate in social? Some aspect of paid has to be there. Of course, absolutely. Nothing is free and everybody knows that or or they're fooling themselves. It's either a lot of very hard work for a very long sustained period of time or it's expensive, but there's nothing in between, (laughs) right? right? right, right. Even if you can't succeed at organic social without paying, but it's a lot of work for a long and sustained period of time. There's no thing that's free and and fast. engineers have this say in my company that I can get you something fast. I can't get you something high quality, but I can't get you something fast and high quality. You have to choose. It's the same thing with social. I can get you social visibility for money. I can get you social visibility for a lot of sustained hard work, but you have to choose. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was great catching up with you. Why don't you tell folks uh, where they can find more about your work and obviously uh, check out uh, Agora Pulse. And if you've got like some special deal for duct tape listeners you can even share that but 
Oh, absolutely. If duct tape listeners want to try out Agorapulse for an extended free period of time, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn and let me know they listen to the show and they'd love to get Agorapulse. I'll get I'll give them three months for 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 not for zero, like for free. Awesome. And we also have a free plan. So yeah. sometimes they don't even have to yeah. ask me for anything free. We have a free version yeah. that's actually pretty good compared to the other free alternatives on the market. Yeah. So if you want to see how it looks like and if it fits a need, no need to pay yeah. for that. And that's particularly for a personal user that's what's three profiles or something like that for the free yeah. account that, yeah, you can you can do a lot with that uh, version. So, yeah. yeah, we have a bunch of people using yeah. the free version and we released it two months ago and it's already 5,000 users. Oh, so it's successful. I didn't realize it was that new. Well, it was great catching up with you. Hopefully uh, we were talking before we started the show that I'm headed out to some conferences later this fall and let's maybe 2020 22, you'll you'll get a chance to come back over to the U.S. again, and I'd love to catch up. Or actually, I probably need to get to France too. That could work as well. <laughs> but I'm definitely looking forward to bumping into you in the next uh, conference. I'll be going to. All right, take care. Of Thanks, John. All right, so that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and you know we love those reviews and comments, and just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system, to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services? That's right. Check out the Duct Tape Marketing Consultant Network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that Offer Our System to Your Clients tab. 